Welcome to Glow Republic, the art of aesthetics. I'm Helen Dubois. Now, a common problem amongst both men and women as we age is a sagging jawline and a loose skin under the chin, a bit of a saggy neck and the emergence of the dreaded jowls. Now, there's a whole bunch of treatments available on the market, most of which need to be repeated maybe every six months to a year to 18 months. Alternatively, you could go under the knife. But there is one treatment that has long-lasting effects, and it's minimally invasive. I'm talking about face tight. And it's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Peter Prendergast from Venus Medical to tell us all about it. Welcome, doctor. Thank you, Helen. It's so good to have you on and talk about this. The funny thing is, I've actually seen it kind of popping up on social media more and more. I first stumbled across it probably about four or five years ago. But let's jump straight in. What is FaceTight? So FaceTight is, I would say, I mean, we've been using it for a number of years now. And I, I would consider it kind of a breakthrough treatment because there, there are a lot of non-invasive or minimally invasive invasive devices out there that are designed to lift jowls and tighten skin on the face and the neck but this really is is somewhat of a breakthrough in that it uses bipolar radio frequency technology to heat and lift skin um, in a minimally invasive way so we perform the treatment under local anesthesia we numb the area up first and then just through tiny little punctures we can pass these special radio frequency probes in under the skin under the dermis mm -hmm. and then in a very controlled way heat the undersurface of the skin and then that over time uh, delivers the effect which is what we want which is essentially to tighten the skin and lift the skin in the lower face and in the neck. Amazing. Now, we say it's minimally invasive, and I know, obviously, there are some people who have high pain thresholds and low pain thresholds. Some people are scared of needles and that kind of thing. But, I mean, what are we talking? Like, how long is the treatment? I know you said you make little incisions, and there is some local anesthetic that is applied. Um, on a pain scale, <laughs> for a normal person, what are we talking? Well, during the procedure, the pain is zero, and mm. a, a lot of our patients actually will fall asleep during the procedure. Oh wow! Because we use a we use a special protocol. Um, the patient comes in, we give them a relaxing tablet, sometimes a painkiller as well, and they're quite relaxed. The initial injections themselves are, you know, less than a dental injection might be, for example. Yeah. Or if you're if you're getting a mole room removed, then we use uh, little sprinkler cannulas to slowly infiltrate what we call tumescent anesthesia. So it's essentially dilute diluted local anesthetic that fills up the area that we're treating. Mm -hmm. And that takes about a minute or two. Uh, it feels a bit strange. You know, usually it's a little bit of a poking sensation, but it's certainly not painful for, for the vast majority of patients. And then after that, it's it's it profoundly numb, so they don't feel anything. Okay. And a lot of the patients are quite kind of surprised by that because they may have previously had other non-invasive external skin tightening treatments that were actually, in fact, more painful. Yes, yeah. So, we, you know, we use other treatments like uh, radiofrequency needling or, you know, focused ultrasound treatments that are um, also FDA approved. They don't deliver as good results as, as face tight, but they're actually, in fact, more painful because you typically can't inject lots of numbing fluid when you're doing those treatments. You might put some oh. numbing cream in some cases. I see. But uh, in, in fact, even in, in ultrasound skin tightening, you don't. So you just give the patient a, a painkiller and then they, they and you crack on. But it can be quite sore for those treatments. But with face tight, it's not like that. So how long is the entire treatment then? How long are you in the chair for? Well, when you're in the chair, it would be about an hour, or okay. sometimes even less than an hour. Um, it really depends on the, on the per person too. So, you know, we used an algorithm 
somebody comes in if they're slightly full uh, in the lower face um, and neck maybe they're slightly overweight or they have some fat in the gels as well and they have a little bit of that stubborn submental fat or the fat under the chin yeah. um then often what we do is we, we combine face tight with uh, other treatments like vaser liposuction. So we'll do a little bit of a combination approach just to get better results. You know, take the fat out first, do a little bit of liposuction, and then use the face tight to tighten the skin. Amazing. So that might take an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and we use always a Morpheus 8, which is radio frequency needling at the end, just kind of like a, a belts and base, uh, braces approach just to give it a little bit of extra tightening. Okay, but and the then, whole experience usually is just a couple of hours. You know, you come in and you get your relaxing tablet. Okay. And we would, have, of course, assess them first before to determine, you know, suitability. And then they can't drive afterwards. That's important because we do give usually some, some relaxing tablet okay. before the treatment. Um, so in preparation for the treatment, if somebody was thinking about doing it, what do they need to do? And also, what is the kind of post um, treatment care is it complicated or is it easy how does it all kind of unfold after the fact so in terms of the pre-treatment there isn't a whole lot obviously they need to have a, an assessment and sometimes we do that remotely we, we have an app called me time we can do that to assess photographs and do an initial assessment and have a conversation about the treatment and the options and then um we do prescribe antibiotics, so they start antibiotics the day before the treatment. We prescribe some painkillers just in case they need them afterwards for mild discomfort, but usually it's it's quite minimal. Um, there is then, immediately after the treatment, we apply a face garment, so it's like a Velcro garment, mm-hmm. and that's designed to reduce the swelling and it provide comfort and also improve the skin tightening effect as it's healing. There's usually about three to five days where the, the, they're a bit swollen, and that's completely normal response to the, the, the little cannulas and the probes that we pass in under the skin. Um, but the incisions are tiny. They don't even need stitches. Um, and then there's, uh, after five days, they can take this Velcro head garment off and they can just do you know, normal activities. Um, there is a bit of residual kind of firmness or hardness in the skin that's normal. There is often a little bit of numbness in the skin, which is completely normal. Um but that's about it. That softens over time and the results then continue to improve like any collagen stimulating treatment. They would improve for up to six months afterwards. Wow. So you can kind of see some results immediately like with, like you say, as soon as the swelling goes down, you will kind of see more mm. definition and then it just gets better and better. So how long does it actually last? I mean, you said it's one treatment. When would they need to come back for another one? Well, I've, I've, I've been doing the treatment, I think, for six or seven years at least now. I mean, we, we would see people back maybe after three or four years and they might want to do something else. Now, we don't necessarily have to do the same treatment. We could do some lighter treatments like Morpheus 8, like radiofrequency needling. Sometimes if somebody is maybe like um, in their 50s or maybe even 60s or sometimes even late 40s, if they have a bit of more significant jowling and uh, laxity of the neck where the muscle, the platysma muscle is drooping a little bit and they didn't want surgery initially, um, they might, you know, some people will start with something like this minimally invasive and then ultimately want to do surgery. So, so we do facelifts as well and we do neck lifts, uh, open surgical neck lifts under local anesthesia. So there's kind of a spectrum, you know, we can just, just uh, have a conversation and see what the expectations are, see what the appetite for, you know, doing something more invasive is and downtime mm. and then determine. Um, but usually a maintenance radiofrequency needling treatment every six to 12 months is, is, is enough to get a really good collagen stimulating um, mm. effect. 
Amazing. Without having to do this uh, face type procedure, you know, you don't have to do it every year or anything. Mm. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the ages as well, because I was going to ask you who is a good candidate, because I know a lot of people are very quick to jump on the bandwagon of new treatments and sometimes maybe, you know, erring to the younger side of things. So obviously people age at different rates. I'm aware of that. But mm. a good candidate, I suppose, when it's just starting, obviously, is that a better option to do it as soon as you notice a decline in the jawline or is at any kind of level, any age, you can you you can definitely see a difference. Well, I think the age range would kind of usually start from thirty five. So people from the thirty five, they're starting to notice early jowling, a little bit of jowls, some kind of loss of loss of elasticity in the neck, where it's not they don't have quite as good an angle anymore. And in those, and and you're right, it does very much depend on the person. On the you know, do they have sun damage? Do they smoke? And all of those other things. But if they're reasonably good skin and they just start to see those early signs of aging, mm-hmm. we would give them definitely face tight as an option. Um, it does also depend on their facial volume because if you lose volume and fat in your mid-face and in your temples even, that loss of volume is, is means that there's less support to lift your lower face. So we I often see. combine either fat grafting or fillers to restore volume in, in these other areas at the same time. All right. So like so higher up. The whole, yeah. the whole picture, you know, the whole face. Mm. Um, so, you know, and then it depends on what people want, what their expectations are. You know, they, if they want definitive results that you can see on a before and after photograph, I think face dyed would be one to go for over maybe something that's very gentle and external, like external radiofrequency or, or needling or microneedling or ultrasound. Um, if they want something that's going to last for years and they want to, and they have, you know, more significant jowls and most importantly, um, platysmal kind of neck banding or the little, the turkey neck that you can sometimes see, then we'd have a conversation about actual surgery, you know, especially if they're in their forties, you don't need to be 50 or 60 to have a facelift. Um, so it's kind of an algorithm that we go through depending on what the patient wants, depending on their anatomy, depending on how they're aging. And then, of course, if they can um, afford the procedure and if they can afford the downtime afterwards. And then speaking of price, what sort of price range are we talking um, just for the, the straightforward? I mean, like you say, everybody's different. So you'd have to assess and see what extras they needed. But mm. for the face type procedure, um, for somebody who'd noticed the change and they'd popped in to come and have it done, what what price are we talking so it starts with €3,900 for face tight alone. And then if we need to remove fat and do liposuction and, and uh, we combine it with phaser liposuction, that would be a total of 4500 So that's the kind of range, mm-hmm. three nine to four five for these procedures, which might sound expensive, um, but if you compare it to some of the other sophisticated technologies that are FDA approved, that have proven clinically to tighten skin, the price can be comparable. But is having something that's FDA approved doesn't necessarily mean it's going to meet people's expectations. It has just proven that it does work so a little bit, yes. but not necessarily a great deal. So that you need to um, kind of be very sure of what the expectations are because expensive procedures typically um, um, mean that the patient is going to expect a, a better result than something that's 
you know, cheap and cheerful, like a, a facial or some microneedling yes. or something like that. Yeah. And like so, I mentioned, you know, you know so, the other treatments that need mm-hmm. repeating, I suppose, you also kind of need mm-hmm. to do the math and work out the fact that you could have face tight and it could last up to maybe five years, three to five years, or you're repeating a treatment every six months, you're having to go in and ultimately maybe it adds up to the same price. So you might as well, mm-hmm. you know, go for the go for the, the slightly bigger one and you have the results for longer, which is fabulous. Yes, exactly. That's 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 true. Um, absolutely true. And I, I'm not saying that there's no need for maintenance treatments after face tight. I think, you know, we we deal with skin a lot, and you know, face tight is a deep tightening, lifting treatment. It isn't going to necessarily improve the superficial uh, texture and pores and redness and pigmentation and sun damage. All of those other things we use lasers and lights and and more superficial treatments for. Now, we have to ask, because I always do on Glow Republic, we want the good, the bad and the ugly. Obviously, I mean, you've mentioned the antibiotics, so there is a risk of infection. What other risks are there for this treatment? Because we all need to know those as well. Yeah, you're right. Any any treatment uh, and, and everybody really needs to know of the potential risks. So infection is pretty unusual, particularly in the face, because it has such a good blood supply. We're just erring on the side of caution by prescribing kind of prophylactic antibiotics. Um, there is also normal after effects, like swelling is normal. Um, some hardness in the skin is normal, some numbness. Um, but any heating device, whether it's a laser from the outside or an RF probe from the inside, has the potential to cause a little blister or a burn. So that's possible. Um you could injure uh, structures like blood vessels and cause bleeding underneath the skin. Uh, the facial nerve is something that lies there as well, and it's probably one of the most dreaded complications of any uh, minimally invasive or invasive face procedure, which would be damaging that facial nerve, uh, causing weakness in the face. But with the, the the heating probes, can they could temporarily injure a nerve, causing a few months of a weakness. It's, yes. it's shown to happen in about 1% of cases in some recent studies with face tight, so about 1 in 100. Um, but that would be considered a neuropraxia, where you just get a temporary injury to a nerve that will recover after a few months. It's not the same as cutting a nerve. So... Um, and the other thing is not meeting people's expectations. You know, if you expect... Yes. A very dramatic facelift result with with a minimally invasive procedure, then you may kind of fall short. So that's why the conversation before the the procedure is quite important as well. Well, I, I guess be the main things, you know, just normal mm-hmm. swelling and discomfort for a few days, and some firmness in the skin, and and, and the little scars heal and fade away. You can hardly see them afterwards. Yeah. And like you say, expectation. But I think it sounds like a, a fantastic treatment, and. Um, it's all. It is, I suppose, like you mentioned about. It's like all a test drive for possibly having the full, um, you know, going under the knife as well. So you can kind of see how it's going to look. Obviously, the results if you go under the knife are longer lasting. But I think face tight is a fantastic option, and um, in the long run, I think it's affordable as well. Yeah, it's great. It's it's one of the things, as I said, it's a, a bit of a breakthrough because the neck is particularly challenging to treat, even with surgery. So having something that we can get right in there under the skin and, and really, uh, you know, understand exactly how hot this, the, the tissue is getting, that's important too. So it's temperature controlled. We know how hot the skin is getting when we use this technology. 
and we can kind of reach that critical threshold of up to 67, 68 degrees under the skin to really stimulate a good contraction and a result over time. The final results could take about six months, but most people are happy to wait for that, you know. So it's an excellent treatment, it really is. And obviously always um, go to a professional and um, it is a doctor-given treatment. So if you try and get something like this on the cheap, it is not a good idea. I agree. It's a surgical procedure, really. Absolutely. For sure. Dr. Prendergast, it's been amazing chatting to you. And uh, I'm sure if anybody's interested, they can contact you at Venus Medical. Make an appointment if they are in the country. They can come down and see you and uh, have a consultation and see if that is the best option for them. Brilliant. Look forward to it. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you for listening to Glow Republic. Please feel free to share and subscribe. And if there are any treatments or tweakments you'd like us to feature, get in touch on our social media. Instagram and Twitter is at glowrepublic.podcast. See you soon.